I think we all need to be a little bit more open and empathetic um, because this is new to many people working from home. That was Kerry Weckerlow, COO of Actualize Consulting, talking about the experience of home working for the corporate treasurer. Hi, I'm Sophie Jackson, and welcome to this Treasury Today podcast. In this short episode, we'll be exploring how treasurers forced to work from home during the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic can ensure they remain safe, secure and effective. To get to the heart of the matter, I'm joined by Kerry and her colleague Priscilla Nagali, Director of Actualize's Treasury Practice Group. So let's dive straight in and look at what is probably the most pressing practical issue. Aside from the immediate concern about employee welfare at a practical level, as homeworking kicks in, most companies will be concerned about treasury security and then productivity. But how can companies ensure that security does not outweigh work accessibility and efficiency? First up, I spoke with Priscilla. Clients that are, you know, during this phase, are already have technology in place, they're probably at a better place but if those for those that are not, uh, I would say there are some basic guidelines that you should be considering. First of all, never take instructions for to execute a payment over email. I know everybody's working from home. Emails are flying all over text messages or messengers, Slack. Don't, don't take any instructions uh, to execute payments, especially if it's a new beneficiary, a new vendor. Uh, Phone calls, that is less common than email, but there are situations where uh, they would imitate your CFO's or your treasurer's voice and and the way of speaking and would ask to execute a payment. So companies, first of all, they need to have something that is secured password protected, ideally within a multi-factor authentication process where you would get that information from there. So reducing send um, payments to vendors you've never sent before, that would be ideal, not very practical sometimes, but being mindful of the threats out there, uh, that's definitely going to increase. I see projects that we are doing automation and, and the and our clients are like, just do it faster. We needed to get ready and be fully automated really, really soon. So it's definitely important. Also, protection of your data, right? So that has always been out there, but has never been more important than now. And here's Kerry. The main thing on this is making sure that you have open communication and the appropriate controls in place as well. I know internally, even with Actualize, we've been seeing an uptick in scams and people trying to target newer employees with requests. So just make sure you have the appropriate controls in place that they're documented and and that everybody's aware of anything that looks any bit fishy at all. Of course, this is not just an IT matter. So what advice would you offer treasurers who are perhaps not used to working remotely regarding routine and working practices? Many people are not used to working from home. We've been fortunate enough, I've been working from home for the last 15 years. And 
what I've found helpful, I mean, I think not only making sure that you have all your process and procedures in place, but really being able to, when you are at home, creating your work, your core hours um, around when you can work. Many people have kids at home and communicating that openly and having a dedicated space for your work. I know that's extremely important. Um, even my kids there, they're not there. They've closed schools for the rest of the year here in Virginia and making sure that they have dedicated workspace. So I'm, our, I'm almost, you know, using the principles that I have for myself, for my kids. And that goes for everybody, making sure you have that dedicated space. I think also setting expectations uh, for family members that you have in your house, if you're on a call, letting them know that open communication that always works in the workplace, making sure that you're still doing that with a family. If you have an important call or you are doing a podcast, making sure you're not getting interrupted in those key timeframes and keeping engaged with your teams, with different ways of communicating, whether it be video conferencing, instant messaging, picking up the phone with limited human interaction right now, that human touch and using technology is going to be even more important. And the other thing that I found really effective, and we do this a lot, is how do your team members like to communicate? For instance, I personally like if somebody pings me, like if they want to call me instead of picking up the phone, just instant messaging me real quick. Hey, are you available? Or if it's a quick question, instant messaging versus an email. But if it's more detailed and more data related, sending me an email with a request. So all of those practices can really help you be on the right track. And, and if I can add to that, having um, organizer, they look at your agenda early on. And if, if you have kids at home, if you have someone to help you, right, your significant other or whoever is around, uh, really plan that out. I, I did something similar on Sunday with my husband. I said, okay, how you, your week is looking like? What are times that you absolutely cannot be interrupted? So we're both working uh, parents and we just need to make sure that our schedules would align shall some kids start crying or something happens we need to run it just wouldn't interrupt we'll take turns if that becomes a situation and it wouldn't interrupt uh, important um, work tasks or meetings that we are on Maybe some will enjoy the experience more than others do you think this kind of homeworking practice might increase now that more people have experienced it? I believe so. Uh, I, at least here in our area, uh, in New York and the, the tri-state, we do we do see because they're long commutes, right? So some having the flexibility on working from home one or two days a week, it goes a long way. Also, I've been working from home for the last five years. All prior my joining Actualize, I was always in the office. So when you have a task that you really need to focus on and you need that time where people are not coming to your desk or not calling you, that really, you know, taking that one or two days of the week, it becomes a lot more productive. Um, getting things done, I truly, I, I see the difference with my work. But, and also when, I, when clients ha take that day to get through something it's really it's really important and i think that it, that does add a good balance to the routine
And what I've seen over the years, because we have had this arrangement with our, our teams where they have, they go on client sites as needed, but then the majority of their work is done remotely. And what I see is it also helps with attrition rates with your firm. We've been able to maintain less than 4% turnover in the last four years. And a lot of the feedback that I'm getting from our team members is that they like the flexibility if they need to you know do something with their kids or go to the doctor or take care of something personal maybe a, a family member that having that flexibility because we give our teams the autonomy like we know we trust that you're going to get your work done as long as you communicate when you're going to be in the office we really allow that flexibility and i think people appreciate that and it helps with your culture and retention rates as well if this does happen, should companies be rewriting their homeworking policies or even writing one? And what aspects should be prioritised? The working from home, I mean, really shouldn't be much different than working in the office from a policy controls perspective. Uh, I see still those days people moving paper around and collecting handwritten signatures and things like that. So digitalizing that uh, it should be something to be done regardless if you're working from home or from the office putting controls uh audit trails right on 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 your processes that really should be the norm uh regardless of where you are but the working from home does require that further to make sure that communications especially around um payments and wire instructions where you're sending the money to that is all well uh, structured and it sits in, in a system or something that it does require um, controls to access, such as a login or multi-factor authentication. I believe that right now, especially as we're dealing in the situation, some uncharted waters we're all going through at the moment, being flexible on when your teams are going to be on online. So I think having flexibility is going to be really important now and that open communication. And I'll go back to that. As long as your teams are communicating to you what their core hours are, and maybe that changes day to day, but I think we all need to be a little bit more open and empathetic um, because this is new to many people working from home. So I think let's give people a little bit more flexibility in that. And, but with the message that we trust that you are going to get your job done. It's not like they have a free card or free pass not to do their work. It all needs to get done, but let's be a little bit more creative on how it gets done. And flexibility needs to go both ways, right? So the way I read this, yeah, it's great that my employer is giving me that flexibility, but that also means that um, that might mean that I would need to work evenings or weekends just to get, you know, my work done. And, and I'm okay with that, right? So I think that's the culture that we cultivate at Actualize. But it does have to go both ways. So I think also it's important for each, as we are leaders coaching our teams on what works for them and going back to that, what's your routine? Get into a normal routine, making sure that you're getting up and moving, you're taking breaks, because many times I have found that 
I work more <laughs> because I'm at my desk and there's not, there's not boundaries around when I can work. So it's important to make sure that you're also taking good care of yourself as well. As experienced homeworking practitioners, what final words of advice or encouragement can you offer? Firstly, Priscilla offers this advice. I would say this is really difficult times for some, but really looking the, at the positive, being spent more time with family and uh, being able to be around and having that flexibility of uh, working from home and having the opportunity to really organize yourselves and reinvent and focus on on getting things done and I think Carrie touched on a very important time uh, staying active physically because sometimes just the fact that people are commuting they're walking or um, they they're just more active physically so it's very important on when you work from home that you are physically uh, active as well so not and, and just really keeping the, the activity for uh, separating your family activities, your work, carving that time, block those times and organize your day and your week to make sure that you keep um, productive. And finally, Carrie has this to offer. Be creative on how you are interacting with your teams. I know right now we're doing a wellness challenge and we've been challenging each other um, not only to get out and move but also um, we've been giving back to the community if people like we had a push-up challenge and playing challenge and a new activity challenge being creative then we were sending videos around so with use technology make sure you're having fun as well because with uncertainty comes fear so you know I don't want to get away from that we do have those feelings but we also can be creative in how we can have fun with our teams as well and maybe you can learn something new about somebody you didn't know before that was Kerry Weckelow COO of Actualized Consulting wrapping up this brief look at homeworking in the corporate treasurer my thanks to our guests Kerry Weckelow COO and Priscilla Nagali director treasury practice group at Actualized Consulting I'm Sophie Jackson. This has been a Treasury Today podcast. You can hear more of our podcasts and read in depth around the issues we've spoken about on our website, treasurytoday.com.